0: Listen to God's Word for February 21st. Today's reading is Leviticus 27 and Numbers 1. May God bless this reading of His Word. Leviticus 27 Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites, and say to them, When someone makes a special vow to the Lord involving the value of persons, If the valuation concerns a male from 20 to 60 years of age, then your valuation shall be 50 shekels of silver, according to the sanctuary shekel. Or if it is a female, then your valuation shall be 30 shekels. And if the person is from 5 to 20 years of age, then your valuation for the male shall be 20 shekels, and for the female, 10 shekels. Now, if the person is from one month to five years of age, then your valuation for the male shall be five shekels of silver, and for the female, three shekels of silver. And if the person is sixty years of age or older, then your valuation shall be fifteen shekels for the male and ten shekels for the female. But if the one making the vow is too poor to pay the valuation, he is to present the person before the priest, who shall set the value according to what the one making the vow can afford. If he vows an animal that may be brought as an offering to the Lord, any such animal given to the Lord shall be holy. He must not replace it or exchange it, either good for bad or bad for good. But if he does substitute one animal for another, both that animal and its substitute will be holy." But if the vow involves any of the unclean animals that may not be brought as an offering to the Lord, the animal must be presented before the priest. The priest shall set its value, whether high or low. As the priest values it, the price will be set. If, however, the owner decides to redeem the animal, he must add a fifth to its value. Now if a man consecrates his house as holy to the Lord— then the priest shall value it either as good or bad. The price will stand just as the priest values it. But if he who consecrated his house redeems it, he must add a fifth to the assessed value, and it will belong to him. If a man consecrates to the Lord a parcel of his land, then your valuation shall be proportional to the seed required for it. Fifty shekels of silver for every homer of barley seed. If he consecrates his field during the year of jubilee, the price will stand according to your valuation. But if he consecrates his field after the jubilee, the priest is to calculate the price in proportion to the years left until the next year of jubilee, so that your valuation will be reduced. And if the one who consecrated the field decides to redeem it, he must add a fifth to the assessed value, and it shall belong to him. If, however, he does not redeem the field, or if he has sold it to another man, it may no longer be redeemed. When the field is released in the jubilee, it will become holy, like a field devoted to the Lord. It becomes the property of the priests. Now if a man consecrates to the Lord a field he has purchased, which is not a part of his own property, then the priest shall calculate for him the value up to the year of jubilee and the man shall pay the assessed value on that day as a sacred offering to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee, the field shall return to the one from whom it was bought, the original owner of the land. Every valuation will be according to the sanctuary shekel, twenty giras to the shekel. But no one may consecrate a firstborn of the livestock, because a firstborn belongs to the Lord, whether it is an ox or a sheep it is the Lord's. But if it is among the unclean animals, then he may redeem it according to your valuation and add a fifth of its value. If it is not redeemed, then it shall be sold according to your valuation. Nothing that a man sets apart to the Lord from all he owns, whether a man, an animal, or his inherited land, can be sold or redeemed. Everything so devoted is most holy to the Lord. No person set apart for destruction may be ransomed. He must surely be put to death. Thus, any tithe from the land, whether from the seed of the land or the fruit of the trees, belongs to the Lord. It is holy to the Lord. If a man wishes to redeem part of his tithe, he must add a fifth to its value. Every tenth animal from the herd or flock that passes under the shepherd's rod will be holy to the Lord. He must not inspect whether it is good or bad, and he shall not make any substitution. But if he does make a substitution, both the animal and its substitute shall become holy. They cannot be redeemed. These are the commandments that the Lord gave to Moses for the Israelites on Mount Sinai. Numbers 1 On the first day of the second month of the second year after the Israelites had come out of the land of Egypt, the Lord spoke to Moses in the tent of meeting in the wilderness of Sinai. He said, Take a census of the whole congregation of Israel, by their clans and families, listing every man by name, one by one. You and Aaron are to number those who are twenty years of age or older by their divisions. Everyone who can serve in Israel's army. And one man from each tribe, the head of each family, must be there with you. These are the names of the men who are to assist you. From the tribe of Reuben, Elizer son of Shedur, From Simeon, Shalumiel, son of Zerishadai. From Judah, Nashan, son of Amminadab. From Issachar, Nethanel, son of Zuar. From Zebulun, Eliab, son of Helon. From the sons of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishima, son of Amihud, and from Manasseh, Gamaliel son of Pedazar, from Benjamin, Abidan, son of Gideoni, from Dan, Ahizar, son of Amashadai, from Asher, Pagiel son of Akran, from Gad, Eliasaph, son of Duel, and from Naphtali, Ahira, son of Enan. These men were appointed from the congregation. They were the leaders of the tribes of their fathers, the heads of the clans of Israel. So Moses and Aaron took these men who had been designated by name, and on the first day of the second month they assembled the whole congregation and recorded their ancestry by clans and families, counting one by one the names of those twenty years of age or older, just as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses numbered them in the wilderness of Sinai. From the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, according to the records of their clans and families, counting one by one the names of every male, twenty years of age or older, who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Reuben numbered forty-six thousand five hundred. From the sons of Simeon, according to the records of their clans and families, counting one by one the names of every male twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army. Those registered to the tribe of Simeon numbered fifty-nine thousand three hundred. From the sons of Gad, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Gad numbered forty-five thousand six hundred fifty. From the sons of Judah, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Judah numbered 74,600. From the sons of Issachar, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Issachar, numbered fifty-four thousand four hundred. From the sons of Zebulun, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Zebulun, numbered fifty-seven thousand four hundred. From the sons of Joseph, from the sons of Ephraim, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army. Those registered to the tribe of Ephraim numbered forty thousand five hundred. And from the sons of Manasseh, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army. Those registered to the tribe of Manasseh numbered thirty-two thousand two hundred. From the sons of Benjamin, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Benjamin numbered thirty five thousand four hundred. From the sons of Dan, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those twenty years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Dan numbered 62,700. From the sons of Asher, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those 20 years of age or older who could serve in the army, those registered to the tribe of Asher, numbered 41,500. From the sons of Naphtali, according to the records of their clans and families, counting the names of all those 20 years of age or older, who could serve in the army. Those registered to the tribe of Naphtali numbered 53,400. These were the men numbered by Moses and Aaron, with the assistance of the twelve leaders of Israel, each one representing his family. So all the Israelites twenty years of age or older who could serve in Israel's army were counted according to their families. And all those counted totaled six hundred three thousand. 550. The Levites, however, were not numbered along with them by the tribe of their fathers. For the Lord had said to Moses, Do not number the tribe of Levi in the census with the other Israelites. Instead, you are to appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, all its furnishings, and everything in it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its articles, care for it, and camp around it. Whenever the tabernacle is to move, the Levites are to take it down, and whenever it is to be pitched, the Levites are to set it up. Any outsider who goes near it must be put to death. The Israelites are to camp by their divisions, each man in his own camp and under his own standard. But the Levites are to camp around the tabernacle of the testimony and watch over it, so that no wrath will fall on the congregation of Israel so the Levites are responsible for the tabernacle of the testimony. Thus the Israelites did everything just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? Email us at info at listentogodsword.org.